MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 100 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everyone. Can you believe it? We are now on episode 100. We've reached the century mark. If you had the over-under at 99.5 VEASAN Market Insights Pod, uh, guess what? You cashed that over, and I must say, uh, it was a lock to cash that over. We started the pod back in September, and I'm so, so happy with the progress we've made. Really proud of the gambling community that we've created Sharp, data-driven bettors, talking line movement, um, betting with our heads, not our hearts, thinking of all the different situations we can take advantage of, how we can uh, capitalize on public bias, take advantage and follow sharp action, manage our bankroll po- uh, properly, avoid parlays, 100 podcasts, can't believe it, guys, and uh, that, that's a testament to you. Uh, thank you for listening, thank you for supporting the team. Uh, I'm really proud on this uh, this century mark day, so let's uh, let's make it a good one. Uh, but as always, guys, let's get after it. We got a ton to get to today. Want to mention a couple things right off the bat? We do have our latest points spread weekly that just came out yesterday. It is stacked. So if you are looking for coverage for 
NCAA tournament futures with uh, with value ratings, uh, NBA, the Wilder Fury fight, the Pennzoil 400, XFL, NHL, MMA, golf. We are stacked with a great point spread weekly. You can get it for $9.99 or you can sign up for a VEASAN membership. You can get a subscription, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You'll get every point spread weekly magazine. You'll get that, bat, that uh, afternoon best bet email, everything we do, all proprietary betting guides. Uh, it is so worth it, all of our premium content. So if you're interested, you can go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And we do have that free trial, seven days. Give it a shot. Uh, you can have a little taste, see if you like it. I know you will. And it'll really, really help your handicapping uh, and make your handicapping easier, but also uh, much sharper as well. Um, so we got a lot to get to. Uh, it's going to be a stacked day, guys. we got the NBA returning today. I want to hit on tanking because I think uh, I let off in the newsletter this morning talking about tanking in the NBA. I think it's really important to keep that in the back of our minds because I think um, the approach that we're going to take the rest of the day with NBA same thing with totals. Spreads are just a little different because there's going to be a lot of situations here that pop up with very, very public sides where I think we might take a, take a few of these because of this tanking system, which um, really kicks off post-All-Star break. You think the All-Star break is the halfway point, you know, 82-game season, it's game uh, game 41, but really it's about game 55. So we're in that, that, last, uh, that last stretch here, this last uh, 25 games or so. So we'll hit on that. We'll talk about how you can take advantage of it. But six NBA games today, 55 college basketball games, eight NHL games. We're going to break down it all. Uh, pretty good day yesterday, guys. We, uh, we grinded and we did, we did pretty well. Um, swept the board in hockey. My Boston Bruins in overtime. Uh, Dallas um, Stars, as well as the Florida Panthers, 3-0. And then uh, how about college hoops last night? Great night. UGA, where my dog's at. Who let the dogs out? UGA came up huge for the team yesterday. Uh, we talked about how it was the most heavily bet, most lopsided game, and those are the plays you love to make. Um, getting four, if you waited, even got a four and a half, but they won straight up 65-55, so huge hit there. Uh, also, NC State. We're talking about NC State with a ton of value against Duke. Super contrarian reverse line move seven and a half down to six and a half or six. NC State won straight up 88-66. Uh, Butler was able, able to cover. A huge hit with Butler, contrarian reverse line move, plus six down to five and a half or five in a conference game. They lost by two. Uh, also Tulane, Indiana getting the points. Texas on the money line. Abilene Christian, you know, I love throwing on Abilene Christian play, minus nine to minus ten. They covered. Army over. Miami went to overtime and covered. Bradley over. TCU over. South Carolina over. ECU over. Air Force under. Arkansas State under. And also, how about that West Virginia, or uh, how about that Virginia play, guys? Uh, just awesome. We, remember we were talking about how that one stunk? Uh, open at, what, minus 11? Looked like it was going to 11 after 12. Everyone's loading up on BC, and Virginia rolled by 13. So a uh, huge fade the trendy dog play with Virginia. And I do see a team today in a similar situation. So uh, I got college around 17 and 12 yesterday. So let's keep grinding, guys. Uh, great day, and let's keep it going. Um, as always, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Make sure uh, you follow us at VEASAN Live, and also you can find me at Josh underscore Insights. Uh, and you can always reach me via email if you ever have any questions, suggestions about the pod. Now, now that we're hitting the century mark, give me some feedback. What do you like about the pod? Uh, what do you dislike? How can we improve it? How can we make it better, improve it? What should we focus more on, less on? Anything I don't hit on you want to talk about? Uh, let me know. Um, I know I know. I let you down because you guys were asking for uh, the Vegas ID numbers, the NSS, the rotation numbers, and for whatever reason, I just I just can't. I, it's not that I can't do it. I just forget it, and um, I'm letting you down, so I hope to implement, implement that. But um, seriously, I want this experience to be as you know rewarding and insightful as it can possibly be. So 
obviously the goal is, you know, um, it doesn't matter what, the, how the, the format or the sound of my voice or anything, if we're winning, it doesn't matter. But uh, how about that other stuff? You know, what, what can I do to improve it? Um, make it a better, um, experience. I'm, I'm all ears. So you can email me, Josh at vison.com. Uh, let's start off with NBA. I want to start off with, um, you know, the association here, the all-star break is over. And I think one thing we really got to keep in mind the rest of the way is tanking. So, um, it's kind of, um, you know, it's taboo. You don't really want to talk about it. Uh, Adam Silver will, will find a team if they mention tanking. We saw Mark Cuban get in trouble a couple of years ago, but, um, the all-star break is over. NBA's back and we're really, um, entering the unofficial second half, but, um, the game changer here is tanking. And, uh, we actually, it was funny, Bill Adi in the newsletter put in, uh, the shirt that we created to pay homage to it, uh, Tankapalooza. And I know Gil Alexander, uh, is a big, uh, big tanking guy, but, uh, we're basically at game 55 and beyond. And when you look at games 55 and beyond, this is when we really see teams that are completely out of it, start to give up. And why do they give up? Cause they want to get a high draft pick. Maybe they're fighting for the number one pick, or they want to go from you know the seventh pick down to the third pick, or you know try to get more uh, more ping pong balls to get a better um, a better number in the draft. Whereas the other teams that are um, 500 or you know win percentage of you know around 47, 48 percent or higher, they're either fighting for the playoffs or they're fighting for better seeding. So really, what you can take advantage of is uh, when a team that's fighting for the playoffs or in the playoffs looking for seeding against a team that's tanking great situation to fade that tanking team because you know they want to lose and they do not care about covering the number at all so uh, i was looking up this in my historical database uh, via bet labs but if you look at game 55 and beyond which is where we're at starting today and you look at uh, a tanking team with a win percentage i called it a win percentage of 35 percent or less and they face a team that's either in the playoffs or fighting for the playoffs with a win percentage of 47 percent or more so again a tanking team is 35 percent or less um, a team fighting for the playoffs or in the playoffs is 47% or more. I didn't do 50% because there are some teams that are fighting for that eighth spot that might be a game or two below 500, so um, they still kind of apply there. Um, but when you look at those situations, the team fighting for the playoffs against that tanking team, 690 and 611 ATS, 53% since 2005. So remember, when, you, when you're betting on sports, in order to overcome the juice and break even, assuming standard minus 110 juice, 52.38% is our magic number. So 53% with this system blindly, pretty pretty damn good system. The key here is that you also want this uh, team fighting for the playoffs against the tanking team to be a road favorite. This really sends the system over the top. So you want to fade those home dogs because um, home dogs getting points, you know, um, feels a little juicy, but it's really these road favorites, almost like in hockey, um, that really, really come through. So if you look at the um, road favorite, that's got a win percentage of 47% or more in game 55 and beyond against a tanking team with a win percentage of 35% or less. They're 353 and 264 ATS, 57.2%. So huge opportunity here to really fade these tanking teams who want to lose, even though they can't say it, and uh, and back these teams that have motivation. And I think down the stretch, you know, we're analytics-based. The numbers are going to tell us where the value is. But we got to ask ourselves really now more than ever, Okay, who wants it more? Who's motivated to play and win? And which teams are packing it in and really giving giving up? So uh, these are the teams that we're going to bet against. When I talk about 35% or less, there's eight teams that we're going to fade down the stretch. One, worst team in the league, Golden State Warriors, uh, 218 win percentage. The Cavs, 259. The Hawks, 268. The T-Wolves, 302. And I just saw uh, uh, Carl Anthony Towns is out. 
for a while here. The Knicks, 309. Charlotte, 333. Pistons, 333. And Chicago Bulls, uh, 345. So we'll hit on this throughout um, the season, but just want to keep in mind that tanking is now kind of a game changer in the NBA, and we really got to be conscious of that uh, moving forward. So uh, that gets us into tonight. And guess what? We do have a tanking opportunity. So uh, first game on the board, the Milwaukee Bucks and Detroit Pistons. If you want to back the Bucks in this one, this would match the tanking system. Now, it's a really, really lopsided, and this is what we're going to run into, what I mentioned before, but a lot of these tanking plays are going to be hugely with the public, so automatically I say, man, 8 out of 10 bets on the Bucks. You know, Pistons have value, home dog, but again, you got to throw it out the window um, if you believe in this tanking system, which I do. So, again, public's heavy on the Bucks. They open minus 13. They've stayed about 13. They're going to 13 and a half, um, but if you can jump on the Bucks minus 13, they would match that good team on the road favorite against a tanking team. Um, and then also a little bit to the over, 224.5 up to 225.5. So it's kind of a pros and Joe's over. This would match. Uh, overs have done really well this year, almost 53%. Historically, they're like 49%. Um, and over, that's less than 230, and it's rising 57% this year. So Bucks Pistons, over. And uh, laying the 13 with the Bucks. Uh, let's have a win by 15. What do you say, guys? Uh, Grizzlies and Kings. Uh, some value here on, actually, let me flip it. Um, I'm going to go to Heat Hawks. Sorry, I was looking at most heavily bet, least heavily bet. Let's look at chronological order because uh, that's your uh, one of your late games. But Heat and the Hawks uh, have some value here. on. Um, so the Heat would match the system that we're talking about, fade tanking teams. They, all, they are also a uh, favorite off a 10-point loss or more. So that would be in their benefit. They've gone from minus 5.5 up to 6.5. What I like about this game really, though, is the under. It opened at 231. It's down to 229.5. Um, and this team, this uh, this under matches a ton of systems here. It's a uh, slow pace under. It's a divisional under that falls at least one point, 55% historically. Divisional under with some reverse line movement. So we've seen a lot of pro money hit that under, uh, causing that line to fall. Um, and the last move was looks like 230, uh, 230 even. Um, keep on cruising. Hornets and the Bulls. Uh, sharp money to the over. Both the Pro and Joe over, but the Bulls Hornets open at 209. It's up to 210 or even 210 and a half. So you've seen that number rise. This is a non-division over, 54% this year. Um, if you take a look in terms of um, referees, you do have um, about even actually with some of these refs. But the last uh, the last move to the over was around 209 and a half. Um, so some value there to the Bulls Hornets over. The net 76ers. Uh, the Nets have value here, guys. The 76ers opened minus 8.5. This is just a classic sharp play to the Nets. Sixers minus 8.5. They're down to 7.5, even though they're getting two-thirds of bets. So big reverse line move there toward the Nets. A lot of the plus 7.5 for the Nets out there, um, they're minus 115, so it looks like it may even fall down to 7. But that's kind of a classic road contrarian reverse line move NBA play. Uh, and also... You know, the 76ers, they've been great at home. They're night and day, home and away. Uh, but they do not cover as a huge favorite. Um, I, th- I want to say they're like 3-10 and 10 or something as a f- big favorite. Uh, so some value there to the Nets. Also, the under got hit 217 down to 214 and a half. And that would also match a bunch of different systems here. Um, those divisional unders that fall. Uh, reverse line move, slow pace under. Uh, now, I did see Ben Simmons is questionable. Um, with a back, so that could have something to do with it. I'll have to keep an eye on whether or not he plays, um, but uh, the Nets certainly have some sharp action here. Grizzlies and the Kings. Sharp action of the Grizz. Grizz are in a really good money line opportunity. 
Um, they're getting a majority of bets, um, more than two-thirds of bets, but they went from plus one to minus one and a half. So that's a pretty big move. I know it's only around the key number of, um, or not the key number, but a low number of, uh, you know, kind of a, a pick em type play. But this is a good buy-low opportunity um, in this situation to back uh, a team fighting for the playoffs and uh, a team that's um, almost in that, that tanking opportunity. Because uh, Kings, they're not quite in the system 35% or more, but they're right above it. So Grizzlies on the money line, they're minus one and a half spread. They're minus 120 money line. I like that money line play. Um, you're laying it against a team fighting for the playoffs versus a team that's out um, and a big move in their favor. It's not just public, really sharps hit uh, the Grizzlies as well. A little to the over, 229 up to 229 and a half. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, now let's flip it over to NHL. Great night, great night in the NHL, guys. We're going to leave uh, college last because we got a huge college board. Uh, we'll see if we can pick out a few, a few more winners tonight. So there were four games that caught my eye. Uh, first one is Montreal at uh, Washington. I think it's a good opportunity to back the caps here. Uh, line opened at around minus 185. It's about stayed the same, but caps are a big favorite here, obviously, but they uh, have a huge distinction here. They're plus 28 goals, four goals against. Montreal is minus five. Montreal is 14, 12, and three on the road. Washington is 16, nine, and four at home. But what I really like about the caps is it's kind of a good buy low opportunity because they've lost two in a row and they've lost four or five. And, you know, you're getting this veteran team uh, off a losing streak, and they just got Brendan Dillon um, as a um, an addition here before the All-Star break. And they're also rest advantage. They last played on the 17th. Uh, Canadians last played on the 18th. So you have a rest advantage. You have a huge goals, four goals against advantage. And you have a team that's struggled lately, um, even though they're a Stanley Cup contender. So I think you're going to get a good effort out of them. And I think Montreal is getting ready to pack it in here. Um, the last straw me with Montreal is betting on them when they're at Detroit, the worst team in the league, and they lost straight up to Detroit. So I think you're, you already started to see them, you know, trade away Scandella, and I thought I saw them make another small move right before the podcast here. Uh, but either way, extra rest, favorite, um, better team overall, advantage head-to-head uh, with Washington. So if you can shop for the best line, lay around a minus 180 there. Uh, this one is uh, really, really sharp. It's a terrible team. But every now and again, you see one of these plays, and you know sometimes you lay off, but then you see them win, and you're like, why didn't I bet it? But Winnipeg at Ottawa, uh, it's a sharp play to Ottawa. It doesn't look like it. Winnipeg is the better team. They're plus one goals for goals against Ottawa, minus 41. Both teams are 15 and 11. Winnipeg on the road, Mont- uh, Ottawa at home. However, saw a huge line move to Ottawa. This line opened Winnipeg minus 140 on the road. It's down to minus 118. So you've seen Ottawa go from like plus 125 down to, you know plus 110, even lower than that. So if you want to lay off, I totally get it. You're betting on a terrible team, and hockey is really the sport where you want to lean on favorites. But uh, Ottawa's won two in a row. They won three of four. Um, rest is the same, but that's a big move to Ottawa. So don't be surprised if the Sens uh, win this one tonight. St. Louis at home against Arizona. Good spot to back St. Louis and fade Arizona on the second leg of a back-to-back. Arizona plus four. Goals, four goals against 15, 14, and four on the road. It's about even. But St. Louis, uh, Stanley Cup champs, they broke my heart against my bees. Uh, still bitter about the Bruins not showing up in Game 7. But St. Louis plus 18, goals, four goals against. They're 19, 6, and 5 at home. Um, you did see the sign drop a little bit toward Arizona. I think you can get now a better number with the Blues. So they went from minus 180 down to around minus 170. But this is fade back-to-back. Uh, this is a good system historically, betting against a tired team. Uh, you saw Arizona 
uh, last night. Dallas beat them. We were able to cash on Dallas. But, again, Arizona played last night. St. Louis hasn't played since the 18th, so two days off. Um, and, again, big big discrepancy here uh, in terms of goals, four goals against. So uh, give me St. Louis. And then Tampa Bay. Uh, break up the lightning, man. I'm getting scared. They're right on the heels of my Bruins. But Tampa Bay, uh, good spot to back Tampa. And they're on this ridiculous win streak. Um, what have they won? 10 in a row and like 20 of 21 or something. It's just getting crazy. But they're at the Vegas Knights. The line opened at pretty much a pick or a slight favorite to Tampa. So a lot of books for either minus 110 both sides or slightly minus 112, you know, something like that to Tampa. But we've seen this line move further to Tampa. So a lot of these books are now um, getting closer to minus 115, 120. I think that line's uh, starting to creep up a little bit. But they're a road favorite. You're also um, in that situation where you're a non-division road favorite, 59% this year. Non-division visiting your own favorite off a win, that's 64%. So uh, I think it's a, it's a good price on Tampa. They're playing great. They open as a pick or slight favorite on the road. The line's moving further in their favor. And uh, you're really not getting a bad number at all here. So um, I think it's a good spot to uh, to back the Lightning at almost a, a pick em type price. Uh, now let's flip it over to college hoops. we got so much college hoops tonight. Great night in college hoops last night, guys, that Georgia game. Uh, it's the kind of game you uh, you take your bet slip and you print it out and you, uh, you stick it on the fridge and you talk about uh, why go contrarian, uh, why take advantage of inflated lines, why bet against the public. That Georgia game is the perfect example. Um, so let's just run through some of these. First one that really caught my eye was Ohio State. This is your most heavily bet game of the day. They're at Iowa. Um, seven out of ten bets are on Iowa. Iowa opens as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and um, even though they're getting seven out of ten bets the most heavily bet game, the line stayed at two-and-a-half. It's actually trending more toward Ohio State because the two-and-a-half with Ohio State is minus 115. So this is your most heavily bet, most lopsided game, Really good opportunity to buy low here on Ohio State. Um, you also look at a situation where um, Ohio State's ranked 25th, Iowa's 20th, and public is just going to say, okay, give me that slightly better uh, you know, ranking at home, laying a short spread, boom, give me Iowa. Um, also, Garza is a great player. Public loves to bet you know, teams that they know a big star player. You see it a lot with um, uh, Marcus, what's his name, uh, with Marquette, uh, Marcus Howard. But Ohio State, your number one, Sharp liability play of the day. Most heavily bet game, most lopsided game. Why isn't this line gone to three, three and a half? It's because liability is on Ohio State. Getting Ohio State plus two and a half. Great uh, road conference dog. Sharp line move opportunity. Uh, Ken Palm has this as a one point win for Iowa. So if you can get the two and a half here before it falls to two with Ohio State, great opportunity there to back the Buckeyes. You've also seen a little to the under, 145 down to 143 and a half. Um, so that was, uh, that was interesting to, to catch that. Uh, next game, not you wouldn't think this is your most he- second most heavily bet game, but it is Northern Iowa against Indiana State. Anybody want to sweat the Sycamores? Uh, Indiana State, uh, Larry Bird's alma mater. But uh, off the bat, Northern Iowa, 22 and four. Indiana State, 14 and 11. So public is all over Northern Iowa in this spot just because they have the better record. But sharp play to Indiana State. Northern Iowa open minus three and a half on the road. The line's down to three. So second most heavily bet game, everybody loading up on Northern Iowa, yet the line fell a half point toward Indiana State. Tells me Sharps got down on Indiana State at plus 3.5, caused that reverse line move in their favor. Also, little to the under as well, open 139, it's down to 137. That would match our uh, under between two good field goal shooting teams. 
that system quietly. Both teams 45% or higher. You think they're going to make all their shots. It's going to go over, but it's actually inflated, and you can buy low and take the under. 115 and 81 this year, 59%. Keep cruising. Oregon and Arizona State. You're going to uh, have a good opportunity to back Arizona State here. Um, Ken Palm has this as a one-point win for Oregon, but everyone's loading up on Oregon. Um, t- by the way, guys, great night to go contrarian tonight. We got so many lopsided spots here, uh, real sharp spots as well. But Oregon open at minus one, really short favorite. You got to say, okay, you know, Oregon uh, has the better record. They're the better team, 20 and six. Arizona State, though, no slouch, 17 and eight. Uh, last time these teams played, Oregon won 78 69. Um, so they won by nine. But this game opened at one. Anytime a game opens at one with a short road favorite, to me, there's no such thing as a trap game, but this is sort of game the public does fall under the trap um, where Oregon, you know, why is the line so low? It's, you know, low for a reason. So uh, open at one, you have almost three out of four bets laying it with Oregon. The line got up to two. I'd wait it out and try to get two and a half. I think two and a half with Arizona State is really your play here. You'd be getting a full point and a half off the opener, and uh, it's a conference game. Um, dog opportunity, so good uh, good spot here to uh, take Arizona State at home, getting two and a half, really heavily bet, contrarian spot with an inflated line. Um, kind of similar to Georgia in a way. Hofstra and Drexel, sharp spot to Drexel. Uh, this is a really, really lopsided play. Almost 9 out of 10 bets on Hofstra. Um, can't blame the public. Hofstra 20 and 7, Drexel 13 and 13. But you've seen also um, you've seen uh, Drexel lose a couple games in a row. Hofstra's on a big win streak, but this line opened at Hofstra minus four and a half on the road. It's down to four. Um, I may go back to four and a half, so I'd wait it out and try to get a four and a half. Either way, it's a sharp reverse line over line freeze. But Drexel at home, uh, getting the points. Really, uh, really good wise guy spot there. Uh, keep cruising. Temple and Connecticut. I've seen a little sharp move here to Temple. Uh, tickets are about even. You know, kind of split down the middle. Public doesn't know where to go. Connecticut's 14 and 11. Temple is 13 and 12. So Connecticut's been pretty good. ATS 16 and 9. Um, Temple four, uh, 11 and 14. So public, uh, is, it's tough for them because Connecticut's covered a lot of a lot of numbers. Better, slightly better record, but also Temple at home. You know, kind of a pick 'em type game. Uh, but a good and also um, Connecticut's won three of four. Uh, Temple coming off a loss here. They got lost by 20 to Nova. I wouldn't know because I bet on Temple on that one. Uh, but good reverse line move. Uh, in a vacuum, line shouldn't move at all, but slight, slight um, public betting here to, 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 uh, to uh, UConn, and UConn goes from minus 1.5 or even minus 2, and now the game is a pick or even minus 1. I'm actually seeing a couple books minus 1.5 to Temple. So good, good move there to Temple at home. Uh, also a good buy low. Um, bad ATS first, good ATS to back Temple. I'd even consider a money line player on minus 120 with Temple. Uh, San Fran and Gonzaga. Uh, tell me if you've heard this before, guys. Gonzaga, sharp under. But yet they go over every time. It's so annoying. The over with Gonzaga is 22-5. and five. It's just ridiculous. Um, but, of course, you know that creates great opportunity to take the under because public have been cashing every Gonzaga over. They're going to blindly bet it over, you know, forever uh, until it regresses. But regression is, is bound to hit and also – you know, odds makers are shading these Gonzaga overs huge to the over, knowing that the public has been cashing every over. Um, so it creates good opportunity to back the under. It opened 157 and a half. It's down to 156, 155 and a half. So again, that's a it's a Zags under, even though they've they've crushed all these overs. It's also a big spread under, uh, high 150 or more. Um, total falls. 
Uh, Zags are minus 17. That's about 54% historically. Uh, keep cruising. Michigan State and Nebraska. I think you got a good opportunity to back Nebraska here. Super lopsided to Michigan State. Funny thing is the public still loves Michigan State. Uh, even though they've been disappointing, they're unranked. They're 17-9. and I feel like they lose a ton of games, but yet they seem to have a decent record still. It's kind of weird. I feel like they're like a 500 team, but I don't know. Uh, but they're 11-15 and 15 ATS. They haven't covered a lot. But Nebraska got awful 7-18. and 18. So good opportunity to buy low here on Nebraska. Public says Michigan State still a great team, still Tom Izzo, preseason number one. They got to get right, and you know um, this is a perfect spot to do it against Nebraska. Uh, but good buy low, buy low opportunity on the Cornhuskers at home. They're only getting uh, one out of four bets. Heavy, heavy betting Michigan State, but conference dog Nebraska. Line open at Michigan State minus 11 and a half, or even 12. And line stayed at 12. It's even gotten a 13 at some books. If you can get a 12 and a half with Nebraska, great value there. Be, um, you know, you're, you're betting a double-digit dog here at home, super contrarian. And also, Ken Palm has a 10-point win for Michigan State. So getting Nebraska in the 12-and-a-half, good value. USC and Colorado. Colorado reminds me of Virginia last night, guys. Uh, remember I told you don't be surprised Virginia wins by 12. What did they win by? 12, 13. Uh, so that's twice this year I've, I've hit that. I uh, remember the, the Orlando Magic uh, game earlier. But Colorado, good opportunity to back Colorado. On the surface, this doesn't make much sense because um, if you take a look, Colorado is 20 and six, ranked 18th, but USC is 19 and seven. So even though Colorado's at home ranked better record, public still knows USC is a big name school, and they're 19 and seven, so they're no slouch. So why did this game open with such a high number? Colorado minus eight and a half. Uh, public is grabbing the points here with USC, yet the line has gone to Colorado minus nine. So good opportunity to back Colorado here. I even saw a couple of books hit the nine and a half. This is a fade the trendy dog. It's betting on a team um, in a in a bylaw opportunity that public says, yeah, yeah, I get it. USC's not ranked, but they're 19-7, and they got to cover that number, just like BC last night. Um, but again, don't be don't be surprised. Double digit Colorado win here. Colorado wins by 11. I uh, also saw the over get hit with some smart money. Open 135. It's up to 136 and a half, or even 137. Keep, groove, uh, keep cruising here. Stanford, some smart money to the over at Washington. Open 130. It's up to 131.5 or even 132. Um, take a look. Last move was, I think, 131.5. But both these teams are good to the under, 15 and 9 and 15 and 10. So it's a uh, an opportunity to basically bet against uh, the trend of both teams cashing under well. So uh, odds makers um, know the public knows that, so they're, they'll deflate that line a little bit, and you're getting a, um, a deflated number to go the other way. Um, so kind of that contrarian, contrarian over opportunity, and public's on the under. So the Stanford over, getting some value. Uh, Loyola Marymount saw some under here, under value here with St. Mary's, open 129. Public says that's way too low. It's got to go over. But even though you have two-thirds of bets on the over, the total fell to 127, or even 126 and a half. That'll also be your good uh, good field goal shooting under match, both 45% or higher. Uh, my UVM Catamounts at Stony Brook, really low bet game, but they've gone from five, minus 5.5 up to minus 7. Uh, and watch out for my cats this year in the big dance, uh, class of 2009. If you haven't been to Burlington, Vermont, uh, it's, uh, it's brutal in the winter, but go in the summer, go up to Lake Champlain, go to Church Street. Uh, Burlington is the best. I feel like Magic Hat uh, and some good... Some good IPA beers, some great uh, church street, just an awesome street with bars, restaurants. Lake Champlain is beautiful. Go there in the summer. It's a, it's a great spot. Uh, William & Mary, 
little Bill and Mary here. You saw um, a line move to William and Mary on the road. Uh, low bet game, but they've gone from plus five and a half down to plus four and a half at Towson. So you've seen uh, seen that line move in their favor, and they would match as kind of a classic um, conference road dog opportunity with a uh, with a line move a little to the over 139 up to 140 as well. Uh, UC Davis and Cal Poly, ton of the under here. Open 145 and a half, down to 142 and a half. So it's a let's say a late game, 10 o'clock game, but uh, tons of action there to the under. Liberty and North Florida. Uh, Liberty reminds me of Abilene Christian last night, where it's a really low bet game, obscure game, and it's a big spread, but it's moving, and it's only pros moving it. So Liberty went from minus eight and a half up to minus nine. Juice looks like it's going to nine and a half. I think Ken Palm has this as an 11-point game, uh, but Liberty to win by double digits um, under the radar play there. Uh, Northern Kentucky and Cleveland State, a little bit to the over, open 128 up to 131. So it's really been getting pounded uh, by a lot of over money. Another situation where both teams are 14-11, uh, 15-10 to the under, so you can buy low, deflated uh, spot, go over. Uh, Northeastern and Delaware. Uh, tons of smart money to this over low bet game, but it went 143 up to 144 and a half. I'm seeing some books even getting closer to 145 and a half. So pros have really, really liked that over um, and that one. Keep an eye on that one. Also looks like Northeastern um, open minus one. They've either been a pick'em or still minus one, um, but I I do think there's some value here, um, just matchup wise. I, I don't know why I lean Northeastern. It's really not a data play. It's a small bet game. Um, but I want to say Ken Palm had that. Let me see. Let me double check real quick. Um, it's actually a Delaware winning by one, so scratch that. I don't know why. Something about Northeastern just caught my eye there. Uh, Oregon State and Arizona. Some smart money to the under here. It's a 8 o'clock game, but it went 139.5 down to 138.5. Matches a bunch of systems to the under. The good field goal shooting teams. Uh, let's keep an eye on that uh, Arizona under late. Omaha and Purdue, Fort Wayne. Tons of smart money to this over. Really low bet game. Only pros are betting it. Open 144. It's all the way up to 147 half or even 148. Last move was 146 and a half to the over. Um, Nebraska Omaha, great to the over, 15 and 9. IPFW is 19 and 7 to the under. Uh, but that line has really been rising a lot. So um, can we get that in the high 70s, uh, maybe low 80s? Uh, Appalach- Appalachian State at home against South Alabama. Some smart money to this under around 133 down to 132. And um, that's a good value play as well to the under in terms of pace. Southern Utah, Northern Colorado, smart money to the over. Open 134. It's all the way up to 137. Looks like it may even go to 137.5. You've seen a ton of smart money hit that over. And it looks like last time these teams played, it was 128 points. Um, but this total is higher and it's on the rise. So maybe second time around, know what to expect. And, uh, Maybe it opens up a little bit more. Uh, Troy Coastal, smart money to the under. Open 153.5 down to 152.5. This would match our high total that falls 150 or more. Uh, 54% historically to the under. Uh, and then a couple other games here, late games, but uh, Montana State and Portland State. Seems to smart money to this over. 148 up to 149.5 or even 150. But pros have really hit that. They hit that at... Uh, when it opened, um, 148, 149, and anytime you see it, a, a uh, sharps hit it, hit an over, even though it's rising, tells you that they still see value. 
So uh, Portland last game, 90-69. to 69. Uh, Montana State, they're averaging 67, giving up 66. But Portland scoring and giving up quite a bit here. So uh, try to get that over there. Uh, keep cruising. Georgia State, uh, another overplay, 147.5 up to 149.5 at Texas Arlington. Uh, another pace, uh, really go up and down quick there, get a lot of shots off, a lot of possessions. Southeast Missouri State and Jackson State. Uh, Jacksonville State, another over 138 up to 139. Looks like a little of the Southeast Missouri, too. They went from plus 9 to plus 8 on the road. Um, and they would match as a uh, conference road dog with a big line move. Austin P and SIU Edwardsville. You've seen um, – what do I have for this? I was looking at a – you saw a little value here at SIU Edwardsville. Uh, Publix on Austin P, but the line fell 11 down to 10. And also saw a little bit to the over, um, 143.5 up to 144. And then last one, this is kind of an obscure one here, but uh, the under in Tennessee Martin, Tennessee Tech, open 150. It's down to 147, 148.5 or even 147.5. So you've seen a ton of sharp action drop that number. And, again, that's a low-bet game that only pros are hitting. So um, you know it's uh, you know it's wise guy action causing that line to move. Uh, but that's about it, guys. Uh, we got NBA coming back here. Another another night here in the, in the association after the All Star break. Uh, loving college hoops right now. I think we're really starting to hit our stride as we uh, wind down the regular season and get ready for uh, conference tourneys, and then um, also uh, you know get ready for uh, March Madness. Obviously, can't wait to fill out brackets. Um, I will hopefully actually be coming to Vegas. Believe it or not, found this out. Um, actually, a couple things going on, guys. Let me update you. Um, I will hopefully be coming out to Vegas. Not finalized yet, but um, I'll be at the South Point hopefully for Selection Sunday and that kind of first week, just kind of meeting everyone, hanging out, sweating some games at the South Point, meeting the crew. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then also, if you are interested, um, I'll be at the Maxwell Football Awards and the Sports Innovation Meetup at the Tropicana in Atlantic City. This is March 6th to the 9th. I'll be there Friday, March 6th. Um, I'm on a panel talking about sports betting in the media. I'll be with uh, Aubrey Levy, uh, VP of Marketing and Content at The Score, Sharon Otterman, the Chief Marketing Officer of William Hill, uh, Jessica David, Director of Marketing Capital uh, at 76 Capital. So really excited. Um, You're going to hand out some awards. Hopefully I'll be able to meet Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and uh, John Harbaugh. Uh, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. And uh, it's actually free if you want to RSVP. You can go to my Twitter page, at Josh underscore Insights, but it's uh, put on by 76 Capital, and they do a fantastic job. So I'm really excited to uh, to be a part of that. But uh, a lot going on, guys. So we're just going to keep grinding like we always do. Uh, great night tonight here with a ton of sweats across the board. So I'm excited. And um, as always, um, you know, if you're ever looking for more uh, sports betting information, looking for tips, looking for strategies, you want to you hold a sports betting Bible that gives you all the, the things to lean on. You can write in the margins. You can uh, learn how to bet against the public, why, uh, why you should follow smart money and be on the side of the house, how to identify sharp line movement, how to interpret line movement, uh, how to shop for the best line, how to manage your bankroll, how to place a bet in person or online. Um, buy my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Really proud of it. Um, you know, I, I end every show with it, but I always have a lot of people ask me at, at the end of the um, at the end of the pod. They'll direct message me or email me and say, you know, question about this, question about that. Where do I find more info? I put it all into my book, so it's really a great foundation, especially if you're a new better. 
uh, you're in a newly legalized state or you're new into betting and you really got to, um, you know, kind of uh, get your learning curve up and, and try to learn some tricks of the trade. Uh, I think the best way to learn is obviously through losing. I know it sounds weird, but that's really how you, um, I think you kind of meet a crossroads with um, everyone loses when they start, but if you stick with it and you really put in the work, I think that's how you, um, that's how you succeed long-term. It's, it's not easy, but you grind and kind of once you see the light and you learn to, kind of read situations and line moves and you kind of, you know, the names of the teams always change, but situations um, are kind of the same and you can identify that. And, um, but just simple things like shopping for the best line, having multiple outs, going contrarian, you know, being with sharp action. I talk about it all in my book. So if uh, if you're interested, again, the everything guide to sports betting available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And uh, it would make my day if you wanted to, if you wanted to buy it or tell a friend, Uh, but good luck, everyone. Have a uh, a great Thirsty Thursday here. You know I'm always going to depart some words of wisdom. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always, always be with the sharps. Never bet against smart money. And uh, manage your bankroll properly. But as always, I'll catch you at the window. When I see you at the window, you better not have a parlay ticket in your hand. Have a great night, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Good luck. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.